Podcast, you can't win. Talking a good game, you can't win. Topics never lame, you can't win. Win, 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 win. win. It's ridiculously funny. Welcome back to the best no judgment zone space and world because neither one of us had any law degrees. I'm soulful, soulful king, marvelous. Love you. Soulful. soulful. I mean, the black shirt. Yeah, it is. That's, that's that's one of those jazzy touches right now. That's, Show that's, some of the chest hair. Y'all want some of the chest hair? Remember, y'all got Backstreet Marv. So I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look straight right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what this. I don't know what this dude is doing right now, but I am not your average Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> we are the particle yeah, You gonna get a bear? You gonna get them a berry white? Get a berry white resonate in your ear hole, cause ear hole is just so nasty. <laughs> Look at the hairs. I'm gonna show you, show you the chest hairs. Just a little more, babe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. R.I.P. Barry White, man. R.I.P. Barry White, man. Yo, that's what's up, man. How you feeling, man? I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. How you feeling, bro? I'm, I'm kosher, man. I'm, I'm good, kosher. man. I'm good. Life, I'm happy to be here, man. Yes. Happy to be here. Welcome to the therapy session that you guys thought you never really thought you needed, but here we are today. And right at the end of the therapy session, you're like, damn. I needed that. I needed that. I needed that. I needed that. <laughs> so the folks at home, welcome. Welcome. You already know what you're getting used to. If you're new to this, we welcome you too. And fasten your seatbelts. Buckle up. You're going for a ride. Like, comment, subscribe. Send the Ask the Suns questions. Good as always. All of that. All streaming platforms possible. Check out particlesons.com and you can get all the listen to every show and everything. And let's get into the shits. I mean, I mean, before we get into the shits, talk to me. You know how many people you made happy with your frolicking? <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta put that out there. I just gotta, I, I, I got mad comments coming in on the Particle Suns page saying, that looks like fun. Oh my gosh. Marv looked like he's in his inner childhood I, right now. I, I, you know what it is? I heard Kanye say this in a song. Um, I think it's can't tell me nothing. Right. Can't tell me nothing. And he said, you're in a child, you're fighting for custody. I'm not in a custody battle, my inner child. And I feel like a lot of people and stuff, they are. It's so weird with the world where, how is it so easy as an adult yeah. to make friends? Yeah. Sorry, as a child to make friends. To make friends. And then when you're an adult, it, people make it seem like it's hard as shit. Explain to me what the difference is and stuff for the, as a child making friends compared to an adult making friends. Help me understand that. If if I'm to say anything, I probably I probably want to say because as a child, you just want to play, and sometimes you need somebody to to be that playmate. Adult, so adults don't want to play. Adult ad, ad, adults forget they need to play. And forget I'm about to say they want to play, and all they think about is work, 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 work. And by the time they always work and they're looking at their co-worker, I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I mean, it's like, but I don't know, man. It's just- I recommend, highly recommend. Listen. Frolic. Listen, <laughs> when, you, when you first posted that, that, that video of black men frolicking, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't do anything but smile. I couldn't do anything but smile. Yeah. Because it was so infectious. Like I like I I felt the joy. Yeah. I wasn't even. I was like I was watching the video like, 
And people feel my joy. But well, that's what it was. Yeah, that's people, what it was, man. And it's like, that's dope. That is so. I had somebody dope. hit me and stuff like, did I see you skip? <laughs> I was like, why not? <laughs> that's what I said. I gotta catch the feet. I gotta yeah. catch the feet because the feet was skipping. The yeah. feet was skipping. But I was skipping because they look like they, they was somebody's like oh, you were like this. I was like, I was enjoying myself. Like you don't enjoy yourself. They're like, yeah. We're I'm like, were you looking to frolic with? They're like, I don't want to look stupid as an adult and stuff like. I'm like, I'm like, okay. Who are you looking smart for? I'm like, why are we caring about how we look? I thought we came to a point where, like, Dove had commercials. Love the skin you're in. Yeah, yeah I yeah. thought we got comfortable and stuff like, you are you. Be proud of who you are and stuff. Why do we care? And if you still care, this is why you're not frolicking and you're enjoying it. Make the best of your life. But, I mean, part of, part of, uh, uh, of comedians... Is that in a childhood letting that the, the silliness out, and of then course. we watch that silliness as an adult, and we find joy in it. Of course. So if we can find joy in somebody as an adult being silly, then why we can't find it for ourselves? I don't. I, I that that I didn't get. I that I didn't get. Like I said, man, when you posted that video, I, I was like. Man, I feel like I need to go outside and frolic right now because we can frolic right now. Bro, we, 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 we can frolic, frolic after this. We don't frolic after this. We can frolic after this. You might, you after might see this, another man. video. You, yeah, you, I, I, I just, you, you didn't see me last time because I was too busy trying to catch up with Marv. I was, I was watching my feet so I don't trip over my feet like some of the frolic videos. <laughs> yeah, like the, the one guy he was, he was, he's trying to do like NFL like strides to like you know like defense line or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, XO XO to his legs and he's like, oh, he went down for the. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 man. You got to just, just embrace the sunshine. Embrace that, the fact that, like, yo, we outside. We alive. Of course, Like, there's, there's people and stuff that... I think I, to, I spoke about it before. Like, there's a photo where, like, somebody is in a helicopter. And somebody's like, man, I wish I had a helicopter. And they're in a the Ferrari. And then somebody else is watching a Ferrari person. A Ferrari person is looking like... The other persons are like, like man, I, I wish, wish I, I, I had a Ferrari, but they're in a Benz. And a person watching them is in a Civic. And yeah. like, I wish I had a Benz. Stop giving a fuck about other people, folks. I'll look at every camera angle and say it. Like, yo, and you need to be happy. If you're not happy, well, these are, these are why some of these part of these tragedies and stuff happen. Mm -hmm. you know, we'll, we'll get, we'll graze on, you know, mm -hmm. Something and stuff like pertain to that. You guys know we're gonna talk about this shooting thing for a bit, whatever. We're not trying to live on there, but you gotta, you have to go chase your happiness. Cause I'm telling you, when you when you're happy, some of the fuck shits you won't get into, you won't want to do. Yeah, you don't care because it might infringe on, on your, your happiness. One hundred percent. I mean, I I know I know I've spoken on my wife's grandfather before, but yeah, like. I I just I admire this man because he's always seeing sunshine. It mm -hmm. doesn't it doesn't matter what it is. It could be it could be a blizzard outside. He's seeing the sunshine, and he's sharing the sunshine with you. And he's no. letting you know it's like, what sense does it meet, make to be happy? You had choices. You 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 choose to be miserable. Choice and chance. Choice and chance. Choice and chance. Choose. Why not choose to be happy? Choose to be happy. Some people choose violence. Some people choose violence. Some people wake up with violence on the mind. The best part of waking up is violence in your cup. 
and that's chug, it. chug 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 chug. They just they just come in headstrong. So mm-hmm. I mean, I everything that I do, most of the things that I do, like pertain to myself. Right. It's for peace of mind. I feel like peace of mind is priceless. Yeah. I feel like the most expensive thing in the world is loyalty. Mm. If I have peace of mind, I move so much different, calm. Everybody has anxiety. I heard, I was in a conversation with some folks on Friday. Yeah. And like, my anxiety, I have anxiety. No person, I have anxiety. He's like, it was, I'm like, we all have forms of anxiety. We all have it, man. But I'm like, what do you choose to do about it? Yeah. So I'm like, choose to be happy. Sometimes your happiness might override the anxiety. The funny thing too, I said to somebody, I said, yo, if you're driving around in the car and you don't put your seatbelt on, that beep beep shit go off, you're a fucking psychopath. You're a sociopath. <laughs> no, you're, you're, you're a killer waiting for your Netflix special. Just just waiting. Just... Beep, 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 beep. And I asked the girl and stuff in the same Friday conversation and stuff, I'm like, you're one of those people? And she said to me and stuff, she looked at me and said, I just turned my music up louder to drown out the seatbelt sound. Wow. Why not use your happiness to drown out the fuck shits. Why not? If if it's so simple where like seatbelt sounds making this, you're cranking volume up and your music up super high, you're drowning shit out, why not use your happiness to drown out the fuck shits? Why not? I remember one time you called me pretty stupid. You said you're pretty stupid. I said, thank you for the pretty compliment because, you know, I'm a baddie at times. <laughs> you know, I woke He's, up like he, this. Now you just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I focus on the positivity over the negativity. Of course. If you're honing in on the whole pretty stupid thing and you're focusing on the stupid aspect, motherfucker, call you pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a compliment in there somewhere. It was a compliment. Silver lining, baby. I feel pretty. Oh, so pretty. I don't give a damn about what you say. I will frolic on a sunny day. I feel pretty. He really doesn't give a damn and he will frolic. Pretty much. He will frolic. Pretty damn much. <laughs> it, it, it's so funny because wifey was like, she she didn't realize, she didn't understand. She's like, What's, what the hell is frolicking? What the frolic? I said like, <laughs> I'm like, I, I think it means to enjoy yourself. But I go, I go, but hey, we got Google. Let's look it up. Yeah. Right? So I Googled it. Sure enough, Person or animal in a joyful or playful mood. I was like, we frolicking. We frolicking. Frolic, 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 frolic. And you know what's so dope about the video? What's up? The kids in the background. These are kids in the background. So what, this was the only ones enjoyed themselves? It's like, man, look here. This is dope. One day I went to fucking... I was in school, so you know, student broke student chronicles and shit like that, right? Right. I was in school and I was chopping up at a friend's spot like super late. And the next day and stuff, whatever, I'm like, yo, it was like a few of us so like, yo, let's go to um Golden Griddle. Okay. A restaurant downtown. The okay. Downtown yeah, yeah, Toronto. Yeah, yeah. So we go down there, go get breakfast and everything like that. But it's so funny that because I didn't know that at the time they serve alcohol. So they serve beer and everything like that too. Mm. So I'm like, okay. It'd be wild to have a beer so early in the morning and stuff. I'm like, and somebody's like, it's happy hour somewhere in the world. Some, some people excuse and shit like that, right? right? So they're like, like I looked at my, my pocket, whatever. I looked at my pocket. I'm like, fuck. Because I, I think I got paid like the upcoming Thursday. Right. And I was like, damn. And I wasn't making ends like that because I was in school, right? So I was like, you know what? 
Can I get a kid's menu and a beer? <laughs> He's like, I'm sorry. I beg your pardon? I was like... That's yeah. a wild combo. <laughs> Yo, I was like, the kid food don't look that bad. Because I'm looking at another table. I'm like, yeah. that kid's pancakes don't look that bad. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, right. And the other kid has waffles with like strawberries and like syrup and everything. Or like whatever, like like strawberry syrup. Yeah. Like, and like a commercial. I'm like, that's a kid. She's like, that's the kid special and stuff. I'm like, how much is that? She said, let me get you a menu. And she just came with the, she said, the beer's free. So I'm like, bless your heart. And she's like, you're a wild guy. I'm like, you think I'm not going to order that? Give me that. I, need, I gave her the menu that that fast. My friends yeah. are laughing and stuff. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And when I'm eating, I'm enjoying myself. They look at me, they're like, I'm going to do that next time. I'm like, you can do it now. What's stopping you? What's stopping you? What's stopping you? Halloween one year. Mm-hmm. Ben Dillinger can attest to this. It was Ben and another friend that we were with. Right, right. We all agree we're going to dress up as Catholic schoolgirls for Halloween. <laughs> Catholic schoolgirls. <laughs> Motherfuckers opted out. They opted out on me. Ben's like, oh, no, no, I don't look gay. I don't look gay. I don't look sus and stuff like that. But I'm like, wait, I think I remember that. <laughs> The photo? I think I remember the photo. But I had the wig yeah. on. I was, like, I was just like, girl. Yeah. <laughs> and my daughter's like, my fake so, boobs and everything. So that's how it started off. You're always supposed to go out as Catholic schoolgirls. We're all supposed to go out as Catholic schoolgirls. Closer to Halloween, they right. opted out. I went to I went to a secondhand place. Got yeah. like the, the plaid skirt. Right, right, right. I had a white button up and everything. Picked up like a, a door to explore, a knapsack. Yeah. I threw some lollipops in there and I had the... I, 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 I can't remember where I got the wig from. Hilarious. But my girlfriend at the time and stuff, whatever, she had she had big titties. Right. So borrowed one of her bras and got like a water water balloons, stuffed it in there. So I had like the jiggle (laughs) notion. I just kind of put like a bootleg cleavage thing and stuff, whatever. And like I get ready to go. Then now, um, I left my house to go park up and stuff, whatever, at Ben's house. Right. Right. Because another friend, the other friend and stuff, and him and Ben didn't live too far from each other. Right, right. Ben's, I can't, I think, I think that year Ben was Ben Dillinger, you can testify. He was uh he took a lab coat from mine from me. Okay. I took a lab coat I had and stuff from school. Right. And he became a mad scientist mm. or a doctor. So I'm like, this is not Catholic school girl. No, nah, nah, it's another person and stuff that are dressed up another type of way. I'm like, this is not Catholic school girl. Yeah. So it's just me by myself. They're like, yeah, you're a wild one for this. So I was like, wow. Here we go now. We line up to go in the club because we went to a club. Right. Right for a costume thing. So we go into the club. I walk in. There's the guys lying with a bounce. The guy bounces are tapping them down. There's a women line and stuff like that. I went to the women's line. <laughs> <laughs> So while I'm in the women's line and shit like that, the uh, security guard, she looks at me, she's like, she starts laughing. She's like, she's like, kill this guy. So then she's like, all right, I, I got to check you. So I said, go ahead. I'm like, you want to check my bag? So she's seen the lollipops and stuff like that. She's like, oh, the lollipops part of the outfit. I'm like, yes, girl. Yes. Yes, yes. girl. Uh-huh. I'm a bad bitch. I'm a bad I'm a bad I'm a baddie. Marvin, I'm a baddie. <laughs> Marvin, you on his bullseye. You know? Put the bag back on and she start patting me. She start going at my fake boobs. Right. She's going at my fake boobs and everything right. like that. She's like, I said, first and foremost, that's assault. Okay. <laughs> I don't feel like 
You're greeting me and treating me properly. I yeah. feel like you're encroaching on my my privates. She's like, you're not a... I'm like, I'm whoever I want to be on, on Halloween. Halloween. Uh, uh, yeah. So she said, she's done. The other bouncer comes. She's happy to pat me down. She's like, all right. So she brought me down my leg yeah. and everything. Like that. I'm like, don't go too high. <laughs> she's like, no, you're good to go to go in. Right. So I'm like, all right, smooth. Slide in. Now we're there on the dance floor and everything like that. Salute to the damn homophobic West Indian person. I don't know if they're Jamaican and everything, but they played T.O.K. Okay, okay, okay. From them apart in a chichiman bar. <laughs> a group of five black dudes right. who didn't dress up for Halloween. Mm-hmm. They look at me and they're pointing. They're like, fire make we Monday! <laughs> and I was like, you know me, yeah. confident asshole. Yeah. So I remixed T.O.K. song. Mm-hmm. Like we remixed a song before yeah, we, we started. Yeah, we, we, we remixed. We remixed. I bet you I bag more girls in this bar. <laughs> You'll be a lonely bastard, bastard. <laughs> then after all the girls want to come dance with me, touch me, take photos and everything, three of the guys came over. Yo, 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 that was a nice costume. I might think about doing that next year. Yeah, they want to give me that. Bitch, don't touch me. I'm a baddie. <laughs> so, you, like I said, like, we got to stop caring about so much of what people think. We've known this. We have this ideology in our head yeah. from young. Yeah. You have to do you, be the best version of you. Yeah, I man. like happiness. I choose peace and happiness every single day I wake up on God's green earth. Listen, man, please yourself before you please the masses. Absolutely, man. So that's just it. So we good. We good. All right. We good. All righty. Let's let's have some fun, man. Let's right. have some fun. Let's talk some things. We got the polls. We got the polls. Let's go the to the polls. polls. Do we look at our children as investments? And sixty-one percent said no. Sixty-one percent said no. Sixty-one percent okay. said no. Talk those, the, the, those are the, the the parents that don't have their the get their kids in sports. <laughs> No, yes, no, no, yes, no, no, yes. no, 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 I mean, I mean, no. I mean, we, we have, we, we have some parents that they, they want to keep, keep their kids active. Yes. And we respect that. Okay. So but, how do you, where, where do you stand before, before you go but, into detail? Talk to me. I said, no, I said, we, we, we shouldn't look at our, our kids as investments. Okay. We should. So tell me why. We should strive to, to do the best that we can for ourselves and our children. So, whether we can give our, our kids a helping start, mm-hmm. we, shouldn't re- we shouldn't be expecting anything in return. If we get something in return, that's a blessing. That's a blessing. It's a blessing. Mm-hmm. But we want to give them a head start mm-hmm. so then when they get to the stage, they can look about supporting themselves and their family and possibly giving their children a head start. Okay, so I said yes. And I, I said yes, not because of me, but I look at it like this. I know there's tons of parents right. that look at their kids and stuff like, if their kid made it, they made it. Okay. Right? Okay. So, yeah. like, the, the mommies and the pageants. Mm-hmm. When they take their kids and stuff for that to these pageants, they're not the ones lining up for this pageant to go do this fucking job. Nah. They're not the one getting glammed up, eating, like, you know... Carrots and celery sticks and drinking like, you know, fat-free water if there is a thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
they're out there and stuff, whatever, pushing set little one for what? So the fame and recognition and stuff like, no, so they know they can reap the benefits of set child. Right. Right? That's one aspect. Then I know another aspect of stuff where the sports. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's some parents and stuff for me like, yo, my kid is super tall. I need to put my kid into basketball. Then the kid makes it to the league. Then they stop working and start doing everything and stuff like traveling with the kid. Right. I.e. example, Andrew, the parents of Andrew Wiggins. Salute to Golden State. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. They were working folk here. Right. They quit everything and stuff like that. There's no, I, I feel like, I feel like there's no qualm in saying like, yo, if I had the dollars, I'd yeah. retire my mom. I wouldn't take my mom with me. Okay. Okay. I wouldn't okay. take my mom get, with me. I get that. Yeah. I give her the funds and the needs and stuff whatever. Like, yo, you don't have to work again. Yeah. Ever. Right? You're, right. you're good to go. Right. But now, it's like, even LeBron's mom. Right. LeBron's mom and stuff whatever. I want to say not only, he can buy her a spot. He can buy her a condo in New York. Is she hooping in the NBA? She ain't hooping. She ain't hooping in the NBA, but she's there in LA and stuff. And I guess, a quote unquote, helping with the kids. Right. Right? But I'm pretty sure there's conversations and stuff with so many other, like, let's say, athletes or celebrity parents and stuff like that. Be like, yo, I bust my ass for you to get to here. Yeah. And then there's other ones and stuff that are like, yo, they did it themselves and they're blessing their parents. Yeah. Yeah. There's tons of parents look at their kids and stuff as an investment. So when, when I said, do we, should I say, do humans, but I said, do we, as people. As people. Yes. We know parents and stuff out here looking oh, like yeah, their kids. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like now, if you don't and stuff, whatever, that's a, that's, I, I get it. Yeah. But I know tons. And now the next thing and stuff was that, I want to say, not too sure about your generation, but the generation before you, mm-hmm. they know that when their parents get older, they're taking them in. Yeah. Yeah. They're taking their parents in. Yeah. Right? So when they know that they're taking their parents inside and stuff, whatever, in their house and stuff, into, let's say, their matrimonial home. Right. Their parents look like, yes, don't throw me in a home. I did all of this. I bust my ass to raise you and take care of you. And stuff. They probably put the guilt trip on them from early. <laughs> early <laughs> hit, in the game. Hit them with the guilt trip. Early in the game and stuff like that. So then therefore, like, yo, when my mom gets older, when my pops gets older, stuff, they're coming living with me. You look like, okay. Are they contributing the bills? No, you might get a little cut off like the pension and stuff. They might break you off some stuff like right, that, whatever. Right. They're looking like, yo, I bust my ass for you to be here. And they look at the stuff like this will come back to them. And then go ahead, talk your tanks. I look at it, I look at it from from this perspective. As a parent, mm-hmm. I wouldn't look at my kids as an investment, mm-hmm. but I'm willing to invest in their dreams. So I say it like this. Let's, let's say, for instance, I, I put my son in basketball, mm-hmm. right? Just to keep him active. But he turns out to be more than just your average player. Right. He can actually go places, right? Mm-hmm. So now... At that point, I'm willing to look at my son and say, is this what you want? Because if this is what you want, listen, I'll quit my job and turn full-time management to make sure your dreams come to where they are. Mm. Right? If it's not what he wants, but he's still got he's still good enough to let's say to make the NBA, 
I'm gonna have to be like, nah, bro. It's it's not your dream. Pick me. So you quit your job to to do management for for set child. Yep. If, how, if that, how are you, you getting income? Sorry. How are you getting income? I'll, I'll 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 find a way to make it work. If that's my if like I said, I'm willing to invest in my kids. Everything right. that I everything that I do now is for my for for m- me and my wife to have a comfortable future, mm-hmm. and then for my kids to have a good start. Mm-hmm. But I'm never one to say. This is what you need to do to make it, and this is what you. This is where you gotta go. You got the talent to do whatever. So what if you got the talent to do it? Maybe he wants to be a doctor. Right. Maybe he doesn't want to be a basketball player. Of he, course, he could be the, the the best basketball player in the world, projected to go to the NBA. But I'm not saying to him, listen, you gotta go to the NBA because that's where your meal ticket is. That's where you're gonna make your money, and then we'll all be sitting comfortable. Okay, so think about all those parents stuff. Let's say they told those kids, you need to be a doctor. And kids like, no, my dream is to be an artist. Like, fuck that hippie shit. <laughs> you got an MCAT to go take and you're going to go to this med school. That's the, what's the difference between that? No, but see, but those are the, those are the parents. That's that's a parent. That's the investment. That, 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 but that's a parent. Well, what are you telling that kid? What What is it? Is it your dream for that kid to go to med school? Their dream. Or is it their dream? It's the it's a parent's dream, not the child's right. And that's dream. what I'm saying. If 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 it's your dream, it's no longer you're, you're no longer <laughs> looking to invest in your child. I, you're investing in your child to turn to to support your dreams. That I you said have. that. So I said to somebody, they, they they refuted it with they're saying kids don't know what they want, so you got to get them drive and like, point them into a direction. Right. Point them into a direction and stuff. I said, fair. Pointing them to a direction. And forcing them to go into that direction? Or two different things. Bless your heart. Two different things. Bless your heart. Yeah. Enough said. Okay, so let me ask you this. Mm. Should parents have a say in what children do with the money that they earn? Your son. I'll paint a hypothetical. You know, I'm kidding. Right. That. Your son now, let's say he got, I don't want to say a paper route. Let's say he, he got a job at like, uh, somewhere that he's making it. Let's say he's he's able to do school, right? And able to work. So every two weeks and stuff, whatever he's making. Let's say, let's say for for the for conversation. Let's say he's making seven hundred dollars every two weeks. Okay, right? Okay, as a high schooler. Yeah, he makes seven hundred dollars every two weeks. Right. I'm not. Listen, I'm not gonna tell my son. What to do with his money? Because I like that. This is the approach that I take now with my children, mm-hmm. right? I don't tell them what to do with their money, mm-hmm. but I let them know. Sometimes you're going to have rainy days. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're going to have shit in abundance. You got to plan for these things, right? Mm-hmm. Not saying that you can't spend your money on whatever, but also keep in mind that you want to build a foundation for yourself. Right. However you achieve that, try and find some form of balance. Money is here for you to enjoy it. Like you got to, you can't always work and not be able to enjoy what you're working Absolutely. for. Absolutely. You right? enjoy the fruits of your labor. Exactly. So listen, what you plan on doing with your money, you do. I'm not going to watch your pockets, but understand this. There's, it's not always sunshine. There's rainy days. You don't want to be caught in those rainy days mm-hmm. and be butt out. This is what you want. And, I, and, I, and I'll give them a little plan. I said, this is what you do. This is what you do. 
funny enough, I had this conversation with my son the other day. I was like, I feel like it's a comfortable conversation that parents really G check themselves about. Yeah. Because I want to say, before you continue, it's more of a situation where it's them putting in the time and the hours and stuff. Mm-hmm. For them. So if they want to enjoy the fruits of their labor and stuff on their thing, that's all on them. Right, right. You can make the notes and make suggestions. Right. But then that's as far I feel like it should go. And, and, that, and, that's, and that's what I said. I, I was speaking to my son the other day and I was like, I remember when I was in high school mm-hmm. and I was kind of fi- trying to figure out what it was that I, I, I wanted to do. Now, like I said, you know, I've always been involved with music and so forth like that, right? Mm-hmm. So my mom was basically asking me, well, what do you intend on doing? So I said to my mom, well, if I don't make it doing this, this, this that, and the third, I'm going to open up a record shop, right? Mm-hmm. Her response was, okay, that's good and dandy, but try to have something to, to, to kind of fall back on just in case, right? And I was like, nah, I don't need to fall back on anything like this. Like music is my passion. Like if I open up a record shop, I'll be good, mm-hmm. right? But anyway, I said, you know what? I like computers also. I said, I wouldn't mind getting some education in, in, some, in, in computer programming and so forth like that. So I ended up, after school, after I did the, the audio engineering course, I went back and I did a computer su- support specialist course, mm-hmm. right? I got, I got diplomas in both, right? Congrats. Then, after I graduated from and this is and sorry after I graduated from the the audio engineering school, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I went to almost every studio that I can think of downtown. They either weren't hiring or they weren't taking on any apprentices. So I was like, "Shit, I got a diploma. I got school fees that I still gotta pay for. <laughs> I gotta make shit happen." Dun dun dun. So anyway, so that's how I ended up going back doing the computer support specialist. But in my mind, I was still like, I still want to have a business for myself. I still want to have the record. So when I have a record shop and so forth like that, so I was like, when I told my mom like that, she's like, that's cool, but just make sure that you have something to fall back on. Now at, the, at that time, I had no idea that. Well, the, I knew it was going to CDs, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that's that's cool because. Could still sell CDs, right? Correct. But when it went to MP3s, how do you put an MP3 on the shelf? The dudes who I knew who had record shops at the time, mm-hmm. month after month after month, it slowly started drying up. Yikes! To the point where they realized they could no longer sustain a living. On the record shop. And then I started thinking to myself, I was like, wow. Well, you're Canadian. And that was it. Sam the Record Man? Sam Sam the Record Man. Was that was a pioneer staple. And that went under. Pioneer. That, pioneer. That went under. Because I remember like even coming to Canada and stuff to visit. Yeah. Back then, that big ass. The sign. Neon record. Right. Spinning. Yeah. Right. Right. That was a staple. Right. We had, we had Tower Records. Mm-hmm. Right. There was um, 
there was the next next big record shop that was out there and so forth like that. But it was it was only the people who were like just like you're saying that was there from like like the jump and made so much heavy investments in it and did so well that they were able to ride out that 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 wave mm-hmm. to where record re- records owning records started becoming trendy and cool again. Mm. Right? Um play the record is one of those play spots. Right? But if we look at like places like Tower Records, Sunrise, they had to switch to selling other things. T-shirts. Yeah. Posters. Just just to keep the doors open. Yeah, because even um I think Sonic Boom is still there. Sonic Boom is still there. And with Sonic Boom, I'm not gonna lie to you. Sonic Boom got the banging socks. Like I buy bad <laughs> socks with Sonic Boom. I go in there, I'm like, shit. You go to Foot Locker, their stance socks and stuff are like this, but yeah. they sell this other type of it's kind of like stance. Yeah. I think it's like hot socks and Hot socks is way cheaper than stands. Right. A pair of stands might be like 18 bucks. There you go. Hot socks would be nine bucks. And they sell that Sonic Boom. So it's kind of like you're not only going there for records and stuff no more. Because I want to say times have changed. Times have changed. And then so when I went back and did the what I did the computer support specialist course, mm. and I came out with a diploma from that. The first real job I landed in the music industry was because of that. Mm-hmm. And I and I sat down and I thought about it. And it's like, man, I plan to open a record shop when it's it's not a thing no more. But here I was, I just said to my mom, listen, I'm gonna take this school just to just to please you and just to have something to fall back on and look where it's brought me. Like like look where this diploma has but this diploma actually opened up another lane for me. Right, sitting. I told my son. I said, "Like, never be, never be close-minded. Shoot for your dreams, right? Find stuff that align with your dreams, mm-hmm. right? And they say, shoot for what? They, what do they say? Shoot for the, the stars. Shoot for the moon. Because if the you moon, miss, you'll still be amongst the stars. You'll still be amongst the stars, right? right. And that, and that's basically how I, how I, I felt. So, again, I'm like, I tell my son, man. Tell my daughter." Make your money. You got a right to spend it however you want, mm-hmm. right? But just understand, it's not always gonna be sunshine. Prepare for those days. That's all I'm saying. Then you do you. <clears throat> so I know of parents where their kid is working. Right. They will take money from their kid. Like they say, like okay, let's say kid makes blah 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 a month, and they'll say, okay, we want you to pay. Two, three hundred dollars and stuff within the household and everything like that, right? Right. Now you have parent A and parent B with the same ideology, but parent A will take the money and probably just put an investment thing for them, right? To let it work for their kid, right? So therefore, their kid has has the mentality that they're paying into something, regardless. And then now the parent is like, oh, you're going to move out? Surprise, we did this. And we took the money and did blah, blah, blah. Right. And then you have parent B that just take the money just to put towards like whatever set bill because that kid was doing that. I still feel like that's part of the investment look and stuff as well because it's mm. kind of like you're looking for help or support from set child. It's not a problem and stuff like that, but it kind of is where it's now... Taken away from their possible of dream. Of course, yeah. yeah. Their possible dream. And, I'm, and I was looking at stuff as that. I don't tell adults how to spend their money. So what makes my child different? Right. 
right? And the same thing you were saying, like you got to set up and provide some things for yourself and all the above. So like you're you're not in a position of stuff where like you need your kids to lean on and and everything. If you did it right or you did it proper, yeah, yeah, you won't have to look at them like that. If you did it right, you did it proper. I don't I don't foresee. Maybe I'm talking broke, but I don't think a Fortune 500 man or woman who's a multi like not even multi millionaire thousandaire. Yeah, has money in their bank and stuff is actually looking for their kids and stuff and tell them do not spend your money on that man don't buy the skateboard bro don't buy this don't spend the money on that it's your money it's your money man I got my money and your money I heard Will Smith say this stuff whatever when I used to like Will Smith after before the slap pre-slap 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 Will Smith BC <laughs> B-clap <laughs> he said Jade, I think Jaden said I'm like, yeah we're rich he's like no 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 I'm rich. Right. You're not rich. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yes, you're two different bodies, two different people. Huh? You earn your keep, you make your keep, you do what you want to do. Um, I forget the guy's name. He's one of the writers. He writes Judah Pathow. Okay. Judah Pathow. 40 year old. No, uh, this is 40. Right. Except minus Paul Rudd, that's his whole real life family. Mm. He just wrote about his life. Mm. The wife, Leslie Mann. The two girls versus right. real life daughters and wife. Okay. His daughter came to him and stuff and said like, hey, I want to buy a car. Can you buy me a car? He's like, you can earn money for a car. <laughs> yeah. And what you do with the money you earn is the thing. He's like, you want a job? Come play this movie. Yeah. I'm writing a movie. Right. She played in a movie. She took her money, bought a car. Oh, yeah. And then after she had extra money and stuff, she made millions. Right. She said, Dad, I want to keep the money that I made and do it to something make something useful. And yeah. he's like, oh, okay, you want guidance. Let's look about investments. Let's look about this. But as I'm saying, if the kid comes to you and said, Dad, I made $700 and stuff for my job. I just want to buy such and such, and it might be 100 bucks. What do I do with the rest of my 600 but if they don't come to you and stuff, and don't force your way yeah, on them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And people will cuss me. But I'm, listen, I live in a different world. Listen, that, and that's that's how I think about it. And the, I mean, the flip side of that is, do you know how many parents have passed away and left their children to handle the debt? When white people die to leave a will, when black people die to leave a bill. Yeah, doc. It's real. It's real, man. It's I mean, it's it's real. Now, yeah. here's here's your child working to establish Them. themselves. Correct. And they gotta turn around and worry about covering, taking money out of their pocket to cover whatever you left off owing. It's real, real. It's real, man. So as I said, like I'm I'm never looking at my kids as an investment. I'm trying to do as much as I can. Listen, Marv, I, I, I tell you, man, I'm so blessed that my parents were hustling, mm-hmm. right? Because a lot of the stuff that they they left me has put me ahead. And the, f- the funny thing about it was mm-hmm. it was more of the lessons what they gave me. Well, because you can't put a price tag on some you lessons. You can't. You can't. You can't. Because when... But you can say your parents gave you like $5,000. Right. Right? But then they might... Then you might have another parent that might give you like knowledge that might be... That might equate to a billion. 
Yeah, listen, when I had the conversation with my, with my mom, which, when she knew she was going and she didn't have a lot of time left and she was, she was trying to divvy up whatever, this go to here, this go to here, this go to here. So I, I looked at my mom, I said, mom, I'm okay. I don't, I don't need anything. Like, I got, I got my own investments. I got this. I said, everything that, everything that you did, I did. Right. And I, and I have it. I said, anything you decide to give me on top of that is a blessing. Right. It's like, I've like, like I've made my way. Anything you decide to give me on top of that is a blessing. And that blessing has gone a long way. Right. So I take that mentality and I'm like, nah, my parents gave me a start on top of what I had. Now I got to do what I got to do to make sure my children got to start right. on top of whatever they're going to build. Nah, keep your money. Do whatever you want to do with your money. I'm going to leave you something That's to the best of my ability. That's what's up. All right. Um, the next poll says, is it healthy for siblings to fight? And 94% said yes. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna have to agree with that. Talk to me. Talk to me. Tell me why. You, listen, I, I, don't know, I don't know how to explain it. Have you and your siblings fought? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fists or just no, verbal? No, 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 verbal. Well, maybe one or two fists fights. <laughs> It's not domestic violence not if domestic, you guys are siblings. Yeah, it's not domestic violence. You understand? But s- sometimes, and a lot of times, it it was me as a younger sibling growing up and trying and testing my boundaries. And my older sisters, my older sisters putting me in my place. Mm-hmm. You understand? But it was, it's, it was never a malicious thing. It was always out of love. And of course, we disagree. But who's, who's without disagreement? At the end of the day, you got to realize wrong or right. If you if you're approaching it from a situation of love, mm-hmm. then there's always something to come back to. Okay, so <clears throat> let's say your son and your daughter and stuff they get in each other's grill, right? Right, and they arguing. Right, they went from PG thirteen arguing to rated R arguing. Yeah, right. Now, after it gets to the rated R thing, it's kind of like they're in each other's face. Yeah. When do you guys go in to stuff and separate? Or when do you go in to separate? Do you let the PG-13 remain PG-13? Do you jump in before it turns to rated R? Do you jump in when before the fight, before like physical start? Because you said it's healthy for them to fight. I'll, I'll, I'll see. I'll, I'll, let it, I'll let it go to the tussle. You let it go to the tussle? I'll let it go, I'll let it go to the tussle. To the tussle. <laughs> go to the tussle. I'll let it go to the tussle. If, if it gets any any violent, more violent past that, then I'll, I'll step in. But So you let it get to the tussle. I'll okay. let it get to the tussle. Okay. I'll let it get to the tussle because... That's that, that's rare, by the way. It is rare. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but I feel like... If, if, if this is going to... How, if this is how you're going to... Take on conflict and handle it. Yeah, I rather you do it with somebody you love first and learn from that. Ooh, I like that. Than to do it outside with somebody who don't love you and can do major damage to you. I like that. And then, perspective. And, yeah, and 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 that that's just how I see. It. I said, listen, yeah, y'all gonna y'all you're gonna get to that, but I know you guys love each other to the point where 
you'll think about it. Mm-hmm. You get to, you, you tussle outside. You, you don't have no love for that person. You're not thinking about it. Right. Right. You're not think. you might not think of how you could handle it different. You might've think of like how you could have did more damage. Like, I feel like a lot of, see this. And that's part of the reason why, because I wouldn't know where to stop. So that's why I was, I say, no, right. I would say, no, I'm like, no, you guys are siblings band together, united front. You fight other people together. Right. You guys just have disagreements like word wise. And then if you guys can't like, you know, like if it gets someone, shut up, no, you shut up, no, you shut up, no, you shut up. <laughs> Both of y'all shut the fuck up. And then I'm going to cease this shit. Whatever, yeah. Right. But to, then I go to the tussle and with your, your explanation and stuff behind it, I wouldn't mind it. Yeah. But I hope it'll be kids that I can manage because some of these kids, yeah, no, they eat, they eat some shit mm-hmm. and they fucking like six feet tall. How old are you? 13. And Listen. then you got the girls and stuff out here and stuff. They look, they looking like they supposed to be 16 yeah. and they body built like they fucking 26. Listen, a, and, lot, a lot of black eyes have been given to parents trying to separate fights. <laughs> That's surreal. <laughs> that is real. I know a lady, she has two boys. And they went at it, mm. right? And she's Jamaican. It's so funny. And she's she's telling me the story. She's like, I seen him. Like, yo, had a bruise right here on her jaw. Right. And like, it happened to you. She's like, she kissed the teeth. She was all happy and stuff too. She's like, hey, Marv, what's up? Blah 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 blah. I'm like, yo, what happened to your jaw? Bipolar. Shit. These fucking assholes. So I'm like, what assholes? So I'm like, oh my gosh, what happened? Yeah. You all right? You good? We try to ride on somebody. She's like, no. My two idiot sons, they want to start fighting each other and stuff, and one tump me in my face, and I don't know which one tump means punch. T- t- tump means and she's punch. like, somebody punched me in my damn face. I said, fuck it, you guys kill each other. And she walked out. Yeah, she she walked go, <laughs> and she's like, because her jaw was hurting. <laughs> and I was like, yo, you let them fight? She's like, I don't care. And she's like, she's like, and I told them. I think she said like there was a um like a groove in her wall. Right. Like, because she's like, they slammed each other and stuff in the wall. Right. And she made both of the motherfuckers pay it back. So she's like, yeah. So in this case, she told her kids what the fuck to do with their damn money. She's yeah. like, both of you guys are working? Nah, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you caused this damage. Wall. You caused fix. this damage. You're going to fix it. I, I'm not coming out of pocket for this. Yeah. Listen, my niece and nephew, they, I mean, you, you, know, you know who I'm talking about. When they were younger, they would go at it all the time. Mm. And, it may not, and it may not have come to like, to, to blows but it'd be damn near blows but my sister was like nah they they gotta learn how to, to hash it out mm-hmm. right now they're the best of friends inseparable pair I feel like yes yes and that and th- so this is the reason why like I was like I was teetering yeah but then I was thinking about, I was like yo what if it came to some point where like like the blow the blow aspect like you know what I'm saying like y'all get to like I look at this if, if siblings are going to this PG-13 level, Yeah, I'll allow it. Yeah. Once it gets to some rated R stuff for them, I'm like, hey, both of y'all need to watch your fucking mouth. So I'm going to punch both of you guys in your mouth and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Maybe this is the reason I only have one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe this is the reason why I have one. Yeah, probably why. <laughs> I have one, one in condoms. One in condoms. One in condoms. One in condoms. So I look at it and I was like, nah. Because I see where you're coming from and stuff, but I'm like, not every person can take that chance. See, your sister and stuff, I think... She's probably curved and put in enough due diligence. Right. To know it won't go to fists. Mm. It would just go to words and squabbling and everything like that. Right. 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 And these things are temporary. See, that's why I always tell people stuff. So you got to understand the stuff. Whatever. Same. Zero. 
217. That's 17 years. You're a child. Yeah, yeah. From 18, from 18 to friggin' 40, you're an adult. From 18 to 65, you're an adult. And to, to God calls, you're an adult. Yeah. You need to experience certain things and stuff in your childhood because it sets a tone for your adulthood. Mm-hmm. If you can deal with a sibling squabble and everything like that, and you can be the bigger person and stuff, and be like, all right, we need to do this. Fuck what you're on. We need to make sure dad's happy and everything like that. You have a leader. There you go. You have a leader. Yeah. That child will be okay and fine. And if you have other child and stuff, whatever, that understands the assignment, right. and they play their part, congratulations. You have an obedient child. They'll listen. Yeah. They'll listen. They'll listen to somebody. So, you know, it's not far off from them to get it right. Yeah. You're all right. But I just, I, just, hey, I want nobody tumping me in my jaw. I got to, uh, <laughs> hey, I yo. Remember, I remember the first time I, I, I tested my sister. And How old were you? I want to say I was probably like maybe around 14. Mm-hmm. And she being five years older than me, she would have been, I guess, 19. Mm-hmm. But uh, again... It was, it was just based, it was me transitioning. Congratulations on your transition. Yeah, that's, that's, LG, that's, June is coming up. That's, that's, I'm, I'm good. Okay. Yeah. It's me coming from this adolescent mm-hmm. trying to be, or trying to learn how to be a man. Mm-hmm. Right? And thinking that, oh, swell. My sister's not that much older than me. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Who is she to tell me anything? That is true. Right? And it, it was just one of those things. It's just me feeling myself until, I, until you know, when, when we got older and I realized, no, sometimes you need that bigger sibling who may understand certain things a little bit more, even though you may you may not see it yourself. Right. They may see it. They may, may have already been through it. Right? Which is good. And you're just trying... You, so then you got to just let go of that ego and just be able to accept things or learn things. And like I said, I mean, me and, me and my sisters, we're, we're, we're closer than ever, but it's just... It's... it's experience and it's just growth and the we say it all the time it's growth and development yes sir but siblings they they gonna fight man they gonna war it out they gonna argue they gonna you know but at the end of the day if you as as a parent if you instill certain things just like how you said if you instill certain things in your kids it eventually come it eventually comes out of course it eventually comes out i mean that's to me that's part of the whole dear mama thing there's no way I can pay you back, but my plan is to show you that I understand. Right. Right? So right. Like, I think when they come to a part where they're un- it's the understanding concept, yeah. I think they'll be they'll be all right. What is the expression? The kids will be okay? The kids will be all right? Yeah. 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 I think that's that's yeah, you just gotta establish that kind of foundation and hope they stick to it. And if not, find a way to try and make them understand that. I think it's we look too much towards macro. Instead of micro. Yeah. Like, oh, we have to look at things on a smaller scale. Like if I told you what stuff like, uh, like like you're doing fractions and reducing things. Right. And I give you like eight digits for like the top half and I give you 16 digits for the bottom half. 
and I tell you reduce, and you're looking like, damn, it's going to take you some time. If I tell you four and eight, please reduce, you're going to go one over two, one yeah. half, yeah. right? We need to look at, at the minute things. What are the key principles we should be teaching our children? Mm-hmm. What are the key things, mm-hmm. right? We shouldn't be looking at like the over extravagant kind of stuff, like the, the basic principles, like be kind, yes. you know? Learn to listen. Yes. So those smaller concepts and stuff. Right. Because these smaller things help pave way to the greater things. Of course. If you're a biblical thing, I'm always remixing it and stuff, whatever, you know, I'm a heathen on, on the weekends at That's times. I, mean, I try I mean, to get these try. You try, though. You try. On SON days, I try to get You, you right. try, man. You try. If you can handle 100, you can handle 100,000. Mm. But some people want stuff, they're focused on the 100,000 and they don't know how to handle it. No, no. The lotto winners, some lotto winners and stuff are like that, right? Oh. I hope there's no more lotto winners like that to the. But it's I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. It, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping. hoping. I'm but hoping. it happens, right? So, I mean, they're like, oh, shit, I got $50 million. And then the money is just gone. Then the next year they're working again because they don't know how to handle the smaller shit. And, and some of you parents out there. Oh, that's a finger. Stop comparing your kids to other people's kids. Hmm. Very true. With, with the, you, I say it all the time. Like, I'm never imposing myself onto somebody else and expecting them to be like me. It, that's not how it works. Everybody's their own individual. Everybody learns on their own pace. Everybody gets to everybody gets to where they're going in their own time. Well said. I agree. You got you got so many parents out there that just. Well, so-and-so is like that. Or so-and-so doing that. So-and-so doing that. It's like, yeah, but your kid is not so-and-so. I was an asshole kid. You was an asshole kid? Yeah, because my mom just to compare me to my to my cousins. Hmm. To my female cousins and stuff. Like, I was an honor roll student, but I wasn't straight A honor roll. Okay. So she'd be like, yo, why do you play too much in school? Whatever. Just like... This cousin or that cousin and everything like she's go like my cousin Sharika we were the same age right salute to Cher what's up Cher they be like hey why you gonna do this? like like look at Cher Cher it's like why you be like Benji's mom <laughs> she didn't like that yeah she didn't like that she didn't like that <laughs> what you say I'm like but you compare me to her and I'm not her right. should I compare you to her and she's like Gaia Ben I went to my room. She had a lesson. After that, there's no more comparison. No, 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 no. Message, kids. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you got to know your mom first before you try to pull something like that. <laughs> Fortune favors the bold, kids. We don't, we don't want you to get tump or or in for those who are more in tune with the less Jamaican. Punch. Beat. <laughs> beat. <laughs> Facts. Because, you, you know, that's going to that's gonna cook. Cause more than a punch. Yeah. You'll get beat. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Uh, since we're talking about kids, and we've been on the kids and stuff like that. Okay. Okay. Um, thoughts and prayers to those families in Texas. Yeah. The elementary school. Um, I'm, we talked about, like, you know, the world running on empathy and everything like that. Uh-huh. My question and stuff is, do you think that, do you think that any substantial change will happen after this school shooting. Because I feel like there's a different kind of engine like being spun. I want to say I haven't seen this much noise since Columbine. 
Columbine was in 1999. Funny, funny you mentioned Columbine because I read something the other day mm-hmm. and it said those kids who were in the Columbine shooting mm-hmm. back then would be around 30 and 40 today with kids in elementary school. I see that. And I thought about that and I was like, what do you see if I had Columbine you decided to move to Texas and now some shit like this happens? Yeah, it's like, like, like we're looking at like the, the, the parents, children having traumas, but imagine you're, imagine you're a, a survivor of that mm-hmm. and you're seeing this happening to young kids and you have young kids of your own mm-hmm. and then all of that trauma just replays itself and almost almost two times because you, you've been through it and it's tainted you. Mm-hmm. And now you don't want you, you never want your kids to go through that. You don't want any kids to go through that. Right. But just the just the thought of 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 being there. I, I don't know I, I don't know anybody who's been in a situation like that who did not just relive that moment when they seen that. I haven't been in that moment, so I, I couldn't relive. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. anybody who's been yeah, in that, yeah. I, I, I but can't. That, that's still they're still way in the minority, though. I feel like they're still in the minority. Even if you look at that population per country, right, and per capita, yeah, they're still in the minority. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I want to yeah. say yeah, let's they're say, in the minority. Let's say per school and stuff. I want to say I'm just give or taking like some numbers. Like, right. Let's say if we're talking about high school wise, there might be close to like maybe a thousand kids, and there might be a 200 per grade level. Okay. Right. I'm just. I'm just. Just. Snowballing some stuff, whatever, yeah, right. Yeah. So if you look at that, it's not like every school is getting the shooting. No, nah. specific schools, specific times and stuff for them. For looking at like for like yearly numbers and stuff, like the statistics and stuff, they don't match. Yeah, but I feel like the, the Columbine folks, like to what you're saying, yeah. I agree. Yeah, but if I've never been in a Columbine situation, where would my empathy come to? Like, why, why should my empathy come through? Because a lot of people look at this stuff as like, okay, your son gets arrested, right? Right. Your son gets arrested. Somebody else has their, like, say they might have four boys. You have one boy. And then somebody look at them like, shit, they see your son go off in custody. Like, it's not my kid. Hmm. And some people look at it like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So they're like, they're like damn, they saw up the school. They're I like, want to say the majority. I don't live in Texas. Look, 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 look. I don't live in um, Colorado. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. For me, though, I feel it's a little bit different, though. Like, I, okay, I could see somebody who does not have any kids mm-hmm. immediately, like, feeling like that. But I, I kind of look at it a bit different when you have when you have kids and know that. Just like we, when we were saying when you when when you were talking to me, it's like. These kids did not know this shooter, did not care for this shooter at all. They were just kids going to school. What makes them any different than your kid just going to school? None. So I think that's where the I think that's where the empathy hits because you're like, oh shit. What if that was my child? What if somebody just ran up in my child's school and just started blazing away, right? And, and this goes back to the empathy. Mm. If you're an empathetic person, you will think like that. If you're a right. narcissist. Off. You won't think like that. No. So then therefore this thought won't cross your mind. But I like I said, I feel like the traction that this shooting is kind of gathering yeah. 
it feels like a Columbine, like, what do we do? But we've known for, like, I guess what, oh, yes, fuck, like, 1999, right? For over, for over years now, over 20 plus years and everything like that, this has been continuously going on. Yeah. From, not, not even just the grade school level, like, I think Virginia Tech University, the shooting and stuff, like, school shootings and stuff is like... Sandy Hook. What, but, okay, Sandy Hook was children. Sandy Hook was children. What makes this more... Sandy Hook never got traction like this. No. It was sad. Yeah. And and like that Sandy Hook and this one made me more sick to my stomach. Yeah. Because it's the babies. Like I, me, the type of person that I am. Yeah. I don't like nobody fucking with kids. That's why I have a problem with pedophiles. Right. Right. Like when, when you're messing with the babies, like let them get to adulthood. Like at least let them get to like 18. Yeah. And then they'd be like, all right. As an adult, you're in the right place, wrong time, or something, or wrong place, right time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Something. But I'm like, let the kids be kids. It, yeah, it, it's just... Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it just... It, it hit me. It hit me away just to know. And I think... And I think the reason why this has... This has gotten to where it's gotten so... To, gotten to the point where it's gotten is that now we're really tired because every time this happens... <laughs> we were tired in 2005. No, but every every time this happens, yeah. we like, okay, we're going to put this in place. So we're going to put, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do this. And if those things were really put in place, like how we said they would have been, mm-hmm. we might not have seen the shooting. Mm. So now it becomes to, okay, when are we going to finally stop talking about this bullshit mm-hmm. and actually put the shit in place that we need to to stop So what this? would you recommend that we talk about then? Is it guns? Because I always feel like, I heard Chris Tucker say this and stuff, and I think in Money Talks, guns don't kill people. Stupid motherfuckers with guns kill people. Yes. So you have people like, known gun owners and everything like that with their license and stuff have zero bodies or zero mass shootings or anything like that. Under right. Responsible belt. gun owners. Responsible. Yeah. And then you have other ones like set their back. Mm-hmm. Right? So, who, who, like, where do you stand on that? People with guns kill people or stupid motherfuckers with guns kill nah, people? Nah, I'm, I'm like, stupid motherfuckers with guns so then, kill people. So, is it really an argument and stuff about gun control? Or is it a stupid motherfucker control? I want to say legislation has to be to the point where guns don't get into the wrong hands. Black market is supreme, but continue. Yeah, but I'm black, you. black market is I'm supreme. I mean, but I just, I, I just, I don't want to be a hypocrite when I know what I know. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, go ahead. But even with black market reigning supreme, mm-hmm. it's still easy. For people to legally attain a gun. Yes. Without Agreed. without proper measurements put in place. Agreed. Because I've noticed, like I've seen documentaries about gun control in Canada. Right. And I've seen documentaries of gun control in America. Canada's not a fucking drill. And my thing is stuff is that, considering the fact we share a continent. Yeah. I look at it stuff like, why can't most of the gun control levels be like, this because if you realize 
this is not working for you. <laughs> what you do for that works for you? Do so better? Like, I was gonna say, like, um, let me call my neighbors to the north and see, like, why are they a little bit more successful yeah. with this? And then try to implement some of that stuff. Arrogance. 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 Yeah. It, um, I, guess. I mean, but what, I mean, what do you feel like? Do you feel like anything is going to come out of this? I, I'm half and half. The reason why I say half and half is because once you're now messing with the babies, right? I feel like more people stand up, especially in Amer- in America. Um, people that move the movement, to be honest, but some people like it or not, in my opinion, it's yeah. my opinion, then I'll say that, yeah. is the white house moms, the white mothers. Mm. The white house moms, the white mothers and stuff. Some people call them Karens and everything like that, if need be. Right. But, I mean, there's other cases, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I look at these white moms, I feel like, if, the reason I'm not saying black moms, unless there might be a few, but I still say like they're, they're in the minority, these white moms will look at us and say like, hey, we need a fundraiser drive to make these kids feel like they're welcome. And they do certain type of things. PTAs. Yeah. Yeah. That's how PTAs established. Parent-teacher association, right? Right. They help influence change. I feel like you want to fix racism, you have to fix racism through the, the moms. The moms. Mm-hmm. Because mothers spend the time, a little bit more time than the fathers yeah. with the children. Yeah. And they have more influence on the children. Not all the time, but a good portion of the time. Right. Right? Nurturing. Yeah, yeah. It's the, it's the nurture you know, aspect. It's the, the nurture aspect and right. stuff, right? And I feel like that still takes place. But if you're taking away, like, the mom to have that me time with, or, or the one-on-one time with said child, it's just tend to happen. And a lot of moms and stuff, I look at where it's an ego thing where, like, all right, this is beyond me. And they recognize it's beyond them. And they will kind of stay silent and hope for the best. And shit to just magically fix itself. Right. When it doesn't. Right. And then it gets to a point where you have the ATO walking into a school. His mom made a statement on the news. Um, don't know where she is exactly, but she speaks Spanish. And they right. had a translator and stuff. And she said, you have to like please try in your heart to forgive me, to, to forgive my son and to forgive me. He has his reasons why he did that. You look angry when I said that. I didn't say it. <laughs> oh, I didn't say it. You gonna go see it then? Like, yo, I didn't I, say it. I mean, when you gave me a look, it looks like it may be Cyclops from X Men. When you say he has a reason, his reasons. His that's, reason. that's what she said. I, I I couldn't understand it. Yeah, maybe because I'm not a mom, or maybe I I, I don't know. But is uh, is she shooting him? Back? Does she know his reasons? No, because the, the, the reporter okay. asked her that. Okay. And the reporter like, did you know his reason? She said, I don't know. Right. She, she just she assuming to, that he just has reasons what he But did that's what I'm saying. She right. had to hug that blame. Right. She had to hug that because right. she's part of the problem. Yeah. Like I said, the moms. It's part of the moms and stuff with the nurturing aspect to kind of kind of get the gist and stuff for them. Let's say mom was busting her ass working three jobs. Mm-hmm. When does she have time for the kid? I'm not... Correct me if I'm wrong, but I heard he he had 
off the grandma first? He off the grandmother. Okay. He off the grandmother. Right. Right? And that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't... <laughs> Frankly, my dear, I don't give a Van Damme. Hmm. I don't give a Van Damme how it started or where it started and stuff. I'm like the minority report. Like, we spoke about minority report. Yeah. Deal with the shit, but nip it in the bud before it gets to this fucking point. Yeah, yeah. If I have a child, if I have my son... And my son and stuff is not looking like he's thing. Like, I don't say, I don't know what normal is because I'm not normal, but I look at it like where it feels threatening. Like, you don't feel safe with your own kid. Yeah. You know, some people and stuff like, some people say, I'm going to want some pins and needles stuff for my kid. Punch him in his grin. Punch he or she in their grill. Hmm? Right? And if the kid is too much for you and stuff like that, yo, you automatically say, yo, this is beyond me. Not enough is being said. There's not a lot of community togetherness and stuff like that. Be like, all right, smooth. My son is off the rockers. Please help. Yeah. What do you think I should do? Yeah. I'm out of options. There's no harm. It takes a village. It takes a village, man. To raise a child. Yes, man. But motherfuckers are not talking to each other. Duh, that's the problem. So how is the village supposed to help you when you don't want to talk to the village? That's the problem. That love thy neighbor shit is very fucking real. Yeah. It's very real. No one loves their neighbors. Everybody fuck the neighbors. We had a discussion about neighbors listen, earlier. Listen, man. When, when I was growing up, mm-hmm. yeah, I got myself in, 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 into some, some trouble. Ooh, you're special. You're I, the only one. I got myself into some trouble. I did too. But, if there was somebody around who I knew who knew my parents, oh, best believe I was on my best behavior. Mm. Because they were going to be an extension of my parents. Mm. And they weren't going to sit down and watch me do stupid shit and be like, oh, well, that's so-and-so's son. Mm-hmm. I don't care. No. They'd be like, well, since your parents ain't here, I'm going to step up and take the role. Right. You know you shouldn't be doing this or you know you shouldn't be doing that. Straighten up or else I'm going to have to tell your parents what you're doing. That don't, that don't happen. That don't happen no more, man. Okay, and so now we know where part of the problem lies. That That's part of the problem. It is part of the problem. Because if it, if it I mean, was... We, I mean, uh, uh, again... Mm-hmm. Sure, the OGs on the block might have been doing the same knucklehead shit that these kids is doing. But majority of them had principles. So they be they used to tell the younger ones and say, listen, do this, you do that, but the buck stops here. Once you pass this, you're in a line of disrespect. You're doing stuff that's disrespectful. As an OG, I'm going to tell you, we have code. We have honor. There's, there's the thing called honor. Ain't no OGs do, ain't no, no OGs spreading that word again. Why? We told kids not to talk to strangers. We've been telling kids not to talk to strangers for years. For years. So even if a stranger stuff has something to say. I was, I was in a mall with my girl. Right. Right? We're in a mall. There's a little kid, teeny tiny kid with a little knapsack. It's like bigger than the body. 
saying, mommy, mommy, and people just walking past the kid. People just walking past the kid, and it blew my mind because we're walking towards the direction to kind of go past the kid. Yeah. And you look down and you see, this kid looked like he's no older than three with a knapsack on his back. Mommy, mommy, people are walking past the child. They're just walking past the child, not saying a single thing. I'm looking at my girl, I'm like, yo. So I'm looking like, she's looking one direction, I'm looking another direction and stuff like, who's this kid's parent? Right. Right? But right. the father was watching in the cut. Right. But as I'm saying, I'm like, the father was watching from afar. It's not even like the wall, the end of the wall of the studio and the child is here. Right. Further than that. Okay. But he's all watching the kid. So I'm looking like, I'm like, um, did anybody lose a kid? She's saying the same thing. Then the father, he's in the back. He's, he's like, by the store entrance and stuff, whatever. He's like, I'm right here. I'm, wa- I'm watching him and stuff like that, right? I looked at the kid. He, he looks like the father. So I'm looking like, yeah. okay, you're not, you're, hopefully you're not a pedophile. Just look like, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So I'm looking like, yo, you're giving your kid too much rain. Too much rain. Way too much rain. And the fact that pissed me off is that no one give a fuck. Because the thing and stuff is that Let's say my girl and I, we're looking at the father like, you're in the range for giving a kid this much rain, this tiny ass kid, this much rain. Yeah. But everybody else walk right past the kid, then they say a single thing. It's not a village no more. Nah. It's nah. not a village. Nah. They're looking like, that's not my kid loss. That's what I'm saying. Does this, does this change? Does this, would this make change? I don't know. Well, I don't know either, Marv. I don't know. I am tired of seeing babies getting bodied. I am tired of seeing kids getting shot. When I hear kids and stuff in school shootings and stuff, I'm like, what happened? They're like, oh, he's not getting no pussy. Or this kid and stuff is this. Or the kid. I'm like, it's not a them problem. It's a us problem. And yeah. it's very arrogant or egotistical to think like, that never happened here. Yeah. That never happened to me. And when it does happen to you, you're looking for all the help that you could possibly get when you weren't willing to help. Now you're picking up damage control and stuff with these kids. Like, how do you raise your kids from wisdom rather than fear? You're a kid now. Mm. You're in society. Damn it, all the kids are plugged in. Yeah. They're seeing this school shooting stuff, whatever. Hell, I, I, part of this whole Texas thing and stuff, whatever. One of the girls called, she called police from her cell phone. From and she got phone. shot and killed. Wow. They said she died on the 911 call. Wow. That's crazy. So I'm saying like... That is crazy. These kids now will have like a fear. Because even like... This, I heard... I heard... I heard a manager say this at my job because I'm here. And I grew up in America. Yeah. Right? The phrase is used... Everybody's used to the phrase going postal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I heard... I heard this long time, like a while back, and I've changed from, I stopped saying going postal to start saying active shooter. Yeah. So I see like, you know, let's say somebody has a tiff with their manager or something. I'm sick of this, sick of the way you treat me. I'm like, oh, we got an active shooter. Because it's kind of like, when people don't have their way or certain things don't go their way to their liking and stuff like that. Yeah. They're choosing what? Violence. And these kids are learning and seeing this stuff. You'd be like, well, Okay, we're championing we're champion a lot of the bad shit. Yeah. We're glorifying a lot of the bad shit. Yeah. We're putting death porn out there. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're, we're showing world star videos of people just fighting and stuff like that. Yeah. We're, we're putting the shooter shit on there. Hell, I heard this copy. There's a copycat thing here where a kid was walking kid was outside walking. the school with the gun. Yeah. 
Fuck that motherfucker. Hmm? Hmm? I'm saying that. Don't arrest him. Shoot him. Yeah. The rest will follow. Set a precedent. Yeah. You want to play games, do some copycat shit? This is what happens to copycats. I guarantee copycats never move a little bit different. They're only going to move different, of course. We're not setting precedent. How do we raise our kids from wisdom instead of fear? I'm asking you that. It's it's a hard sell, man. I mean, it's like you you really got to, just like you said, it's it's counteracting everything that they're so used to seeing, counteracting everything that's so readily accessible mm. to them. Mm. That, like, that's we, a nonstop like, job. <laughs> that's a, it's a nonstop job. And we really got to start. That, I mean, there's, there's got to be like, we and we said this all before, there's got to be courses on dealing with social media mm-hmm. in schools. Of course. Of course. Like, and then not not just from the point not just not not only just from the point of these kids seeing violent behavior and acting upon it, but also from the point where these kids are feeling less about themselves because they don't look like the next person. Yeah, like there's so much sway that social media has on kids today that if they're not grounded. They're easily gonna fly off the handle. Mm-hmm. So we gotta, we gotta not have to teach them how to be grounded. We gotta show them how, you know, what is right from wrong, and how to spot that because these kids are watching and not and not spotting that. Right. And I was watching, uh, I think it was a news clip the other day where the Principal, the vice principal, the teacher, the security guard, all have 45s. Guns? Guns. Okay. Trained and know how to use it, right? Mm -hmm. The reporter asked the kids in the class, do you feel safer that your, your teachers carry guns? Every student raised their hand, right? Mm hmm. And I'm thinking about that and I'm thinking about it and I'm saying, shit, I feel a little bit safer about my kid at school if I know the teacher is trained in packing. But look at the onus we're putting on the teachers. And we don't pay them more. And we don't pay them more. We want to look out for them and stuff like that. We are now depending on these teachers who we, we just only, they're only there to educate our children. Everything. Sex education. We want our kids, instead of talking to our kids about the birds and bees, we're like, ah, it's easy job. Yeah. They're there to educate our our kids. Now, we want them to be able to handle a gun and be able to take out an active shooter because this seems like it's the only alternative. Yes, sir. What is it? I mean, what if it's a teacher that's a, a totally against violence? No matter what the cost is. What if the teacher's going through their own chronicles? Because I look at it stuff like there's so many options to that. And I just look at what if the teacher's going through their own chronicles? Where like 
Oh, so many students and stuff, whatever. We see students beat up teachers. Yeah, yeah. So the, te- the teachers like, I feel like I'm threatened from this te- this student and stuff. Bam, bam. Mm. Buck. Let's say the teacher want to go drop a deuce. They don't shit in the, in the teacher's lounge or something like that. And then the gun's on the holster, it's on the belt. Put their pants to their ankles and stuff. And the kids just be rude and just snatch while the teacher's taking the shit. Has gun now. Because now it's not like in a safe at the house or something or a stash. Right. Like, it's like right in your eyesight. And right. you're like, I know I'm faster than Mr. Fat Ass. Yeah. And he's taking a shit. Yeah. And I see his gun right there. A thousand times the people can just reach and see underneath stalls. Yoink! I, 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 to be honest, I don't know. I don't, but I, I don't like know I said, either. it's always a 10-point plan. It should always be a 10-point plan. But it's, it's, it takes togetherness. Yeah. It takes collaboration yeah. to make these things and stuff happen. Right? We I feel like we can get so much further in the world when we come together. That's it. That's all I got on this. Again, condolences to the, the family and, and friends, man. So it's like, like this just... And, and again, I mean, we, we talk about this whole... Do we still have empathy? And one of the things I was saying is just like, like you don't get any time. Like we we were just talking about Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Like now nobody's grieving about the people in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. They're grieving for the kids. Mm-hmm. You we don't even get time. Mm-hmm. It's probably some of those people that haven't even been buried yet from Buffalo, or probably just been buried. We don't even get time, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Here we go. All right, man. Let's get to the question of the week. Question of the week. Question of the week. Listen, I, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go frolic after. <laughs> I'm gonna have to frolic after this show. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. have to frolic. We're gonna. We're gonna. When, once the cameras is cut, we go frolicking. No, why the fuck we go not? Frolicking, man. To it's the extremes, and I, the universe works on balance. You see, the thing is stuff to me, I look at is where if you have extreme sadness, yeah. you have to com- combat it with extreme happiness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Not little happiness. Not a little blip of joy compete, com- compared to your extreme happy- extreme sadness. I think that's what it is. It's kind of like people like, hey, we know you're depressed. We bought you a cupcake. Yeah, yeah. This one cupcake is just like a little blip to that radar. There's still like a, a massive amount of unhappiness yeah. and sadness right here. Yeah. The cupcake is like just a blip. Yeah. You need extreme happiness to come beat this. Mm-hmm. So if you need to frolic, you need to do whatever to get what you said grounded because if we're going to teach the kids grounded, we can't teach somebody something we don't use. Yes. So if you, if you have to get grounded and then pick up the pieces from there. It's balance. It's balance. Question of the week. Are you ready? What's in your version of heaven? It better be extreme happiness in that bitch. Extreme happiness. Right? Mm-hmm. And a multi-platinum studio. And a multi-platinum studio. Multi-platinum studio. Okay, so you get past the gates of St. Peter's. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, once you get past the gate, they're like, you know, 
Welcome. You've made it. Mm-hmm. What happens now? Like, so you get this multi-platinum studio where you just live in the studios. That what it is. You make beats for who? Tupac and Biggie? Is that what I, you said, well, I mean, they, they, <laughs> they round it again. I mean, I say, yo, yo, big. Fuck. Come over here for a second. And everybody going to be obliging in my heaven. <laughs> like, what you got? I know you're probably just chilling and stuff like that, but you mind, you, you mind blessing us? And they're going to bless it. Mm. And I'll be like, ah, that was a good session. Let me go outside and enjoy some sunshine. And then I leave the studio and it's just sun's always shining. My what version. What of, are you wearing? What am I wearing? What are you wearing? Something light, something flowy. You know what <laughs> I mean? I don't want to feel too restricted and stuff like that. Are you driving or are you flying? I'm flying. I'm definitely flying. You're flying? I'm flying. Okay. I'm flying. I spent all this time on earth driving. <laughs> what am I going to go to heaven and drive for? <laughs> you get a flying car. This is true. This is If it's true. your paradise. Mm. I mean... You have an eternity to enjoy this. But I mean, I always felt like a badass flying in my dreams. Yeah. So now if I get a chance to really fly, oh, I'm flying. The, the word, the term is good ass because you're in heaven. Badass. The car might open up from the bottom. Yeah. You're flying, are you? Clip them wings. Yeah. I feel like in my version and stuff of heaven, um, what I'm wearing, uh, for one, in my version of heaven, I have long, flowy hair. Yeah, like, like the mountain. <laughs> this bitch is thinner. <laughs> the mountain top is getting kind of thinner. <laughs> so I have like some Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah. Keanu! Yeah. It's Hawaiian for cold breeze, by the way. That's there what it means. Oh, oh, really? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so, uh, all white everything, like a young Jeezy song. <laughs> Yo, I'm out there all white everything. What what would what would you do on a daily? Would you would you have would you have like a daily activity or you would just like wake up and just whatever? Just go with the flow. You know what? There's certain there's one thing that's about me that's always definite. Mm. And the, the definite thing and stuff is that I like to learn. Okay. And I I feel like you can get a lesson damn near everywhere. Mm-hmm. So my thing is stuff, if I can, if, if if they're, let's say they're having a day, like, you know, let's say somebody like Aristotle. Right. If Aristotle's having a day and stuff where he's just like fucking minding his business in his cloud, like he's he's in he's in his session or just his his knowledge thing. Yeah. I'm going to fly over to his cloud like, yo, we got a minute, man? Let me ask you some of these things, man. Like, you know, right? what Plato teach you and everything like that. And. I would spend my days and stuff for my like attorney just enjoying myself. Right. Where like I can learn some things, you know, I, I'm pretty sure like there's no pain or no hunger or stuff like that. The things you're doing and stuff is like pleasure based. Yeah. And stuff. And I would reconnect with my some of my loved ones and stuff that 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 I've lost. Yeah, yeah. I reconnect with some of the loved ones that I've lost and stuff and everything and see how their cloud and stuff is doing. If you're talking about, hey, we used to live together, we used to go, no. Come see me in a hundred years from now. I might change my answer. Might get kind of lonely. But for eternity, like I think I'm just gonna enjoy myself, be happy, right? Learn and repeat the process. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's my thing. I feel like if I want a pina colada, I grab a cloud, 
and it becomes a pina colada drink. Just everything just, to my just, happiness. Just pull a piece of that cloud up. Now I'm getting conversations that heaven is not to your extreme pleasure. Why am I working hard to get to heaven if it's not my extreme pleasure? Look at the, the Muslim extremists. Right. The suicide bombers. Mm-hmm. The story allegedly is that they, when they die, they have 70 virgins or 72 virgins or 70 virgins, something like that. I'm probably butchering right. it. Probably close to the number. Something like yeah, that. Yeah. When they die. So think about ISIS. ISIS is whack, man. ISIS used to be popping. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It went from Al-Qaeda yeah. to ISIL to ISIS. ISIS. Yeah. And when it came to ISIS, yo, ISIS was paying like $1,000 a day. They were shocked like, young Muslim girls are leaving to go join ISIS. $1,000 a day? I mean... I don't make $1,000 a day. I mean... That's kind of tantalizing. And then you're telling me, I got to put this, this vest and go blow up some shit. I'm looking like, that's kind of fucked. But you get 72 virgins and stuff for them in the next life. <laughs> be like, so you pay me $1,000 to live hmm. per day. Mm-hmm. And then after, I have this, I have the time of my, pass me a brochure. Let me, <laughs> can I take a brochure let me, home? Let me see what's going on. Let me think on. Let me read, up on, let me read up on this. Yeah, 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 I'll yeah, get yeah. back to you. Let me think about this, whatever. Can I come back tomorrow? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. when you have this promise of a paradise, it's something to strive for. Yeah. And hell is kind of like, yo, I, well, the, how they perceive hell. Because we don't know what happens. We don't know. You know? Mm-hmm. And how they perceive hell and stuff is that all the bad that you've done, that's, this is where you go. Yeah. So, if I'm in, if I'm on earth doing all this goddamn horror, caught damn hard work. Yeah. When I go up there, Yes, I like pina coladas and getting caught in the sun because they don't rain up there. They don't, they don't rain. They don't. But I mean, if they're going to tell you life is what you make it mm-hmm. here, then why wouldn't heaven be what you make it? Fair. Agreed. I mean, that, that would be my idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, I strive to do good on here and made a good life here. I'm expecting a better life in heaven. I agree. I see why not. I don't see why not. Now, the flip side to that is, I mean, I don't think you'll get any choices in hell. <laughs> Whatever is dictated to you, you pretty much got to do deal with that. It sucks, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, 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 that's, yeah. that's why they perceived it. And I'm, I'm afraid of getting raped and I feel like I might get raped in hell and stuff like that. With so a pitchfork. I was thinking like a spike dildo. A spike dildo? Because I, I feel like if it's damnation for eternity, yeah, it's kind of like you're getting all of this, like you know, and then you're bleeding and everything like that, and it's kind of like, oh, this is it. I'm dying. Like, no, nah, you ain't dying. <laughs> you won't die. You won't heal. You cannot up. die. And we gonna do this again <laughs> and again. Eternal damnation. And again. Oh no. Yeah. No. No. no, 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 no. no. Pina coladas in the sky. Hmm? Uh let's get to the ask the sons, man. First, ask the sons question comes from. DTW Bird. What Bible stories, what Bible stories would qualify as Florida man stories? You go first. <laughs> um a lot of stories in the Bible, you know, so it's kind of different. I'm gonna say uh Jonah and the Whale. Jonah and the Whale? Yeah. I feel like only a Florida man. <laughs> 
would go out in the middle of the water <laughs> and find himself getting swallowed by a whale? Uh, I see that notion. I'm going to say I see a lot of people going humpback whale watching on the coast of Canada. And the <laughs> damn humpback Canada, whale. You think Canada man? There might be a Canada, Canada man. Might be a Canada man. <laughs> and I see the humpback whale kind of destroy these boats. Right. I'm like, why would you go way out in the middle of the ocean to go call yourself whale watching mm. when these fuckers jump and they splash? I'm going to whale watch from TV. Yeah. Dry. Nice yeah. and safe. Yeah. I, Daniel's in the lion's den. That, for me would be one Florida man story because only a Florida man would go in a lion's spot and just chill and just make try and make peace with them and think that he's safe and everything like that. <laughs> oh, Samson too. Samson. The, the, the Samson and Delilah story. Okay. Because Samson was like the strong man he would fight and all that type of stuff and right, everything right. like that. Like he would just knock people out and all the above. I, there's, there's tons of Florida men out here just... There was non-Florida men. Out here, remember they were knocking out like Asian folk, older elderly Asian folk and everything, just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. donkey punching them and shit like that, using their strength yeah. to kind of subdue the less weak, the, the, the weaker. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't yes, have to be a Florida yes, man, yes. but Florida man, that's, the probability that's, is higher. That's, that sounds definitely like it's a Florida man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, next question comes from Jack the Dripper. Hmm. All right. All right. Follow up for the Samson. If you could punch anyone in the face without any repercussions. <laughs> uh, who would it be? Ah. To be honest, I'm still for punching Donald Trump with no repercussions. Yeah. I, I the, the Don? The Don? I, you, gonna, you gonna punch Donald? Cause the thing is stuff is that I think when in his presidency, right. when he had all that power, yeah. he had a, like an untouchable kind of talk and you had nothing to say about it. You ain't president no more. <laughs> so let's say this your secret true. services and thing was like you probably had like 20 agents to yourself. Now, as a former president, yeah. you might have three. Oh, dog. <laughs> There's a lot of people that could take three guys that could possibly take three apiece. <sighs> so I, I feel like one punch will kind of. I would feel better. You feel better? I feel, <laughs> I feel better. I won't shut him up. Like, you see that video? The particle size guy? <laughs> That guy's a joke. Punch me in the face. Yeah, but Trump, that's for me. Who you got? I'm going to say Terry Crews. Terry fucking Crews. Why? Let me hear this. Why? Because a big ass man get his dick pulled by another man? Is that what it is? <laughs> and he says some stupid shit. And I feel like he like, he too, like too diesel for me to just like, just go one on one. So if I get the chance to just be able to punch him, and had no repercussions after that? Terry Crews. Yeah, Terry Crews. Terry Crews. Okay, okay. I like that. I like that. Last question comes from Captain Pepper. What haunts you from your childhood that you can't forget? Ooh. I think for me, mm-hmm. um, I was in a situation and stuff when I used to live in Miami where I was supposed to go get my hair cut this day. And there were these guys were trying to kill this one dude. And he ran up to us and stuff like, yo, help me. These guys are trying to kill me. And then when they looked down and stuff, whatever, these guys had like three guys had guns in their hands. Right. 
and we're trying to run away from the dude, but they're still trying to shoot at dude and stuff like that. And well, I was going to far fetched, but I'm going to say I saw a bullet like whiz past my face, right? Mm. And it kind of took out part of the wall. And to this day, I always think about it and stuff. I'm like, that shit could have ended me. I could have walked, 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 been to St. Peter's. I would have been safe though, because I was, I was still a virgin. You're still, so, 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 you're still a virgin. I would have made it. You would have been, been I would have cha cha slide in there, but I don't I don't know about certain type of aspects and stuff. And I to this day, I always think about the stuff like, yo, like right place at wrong, like, you know, wrong place at wrong time. Right. That shit is legit. Yeah. So I don't have FOMO. I don't really have like the fear of missing out and stuff like that. Cause I feel like. Yes, there's bullets that go through walls and houses and people do get shot. Like you're in your house and you can get like a straight bullet and everything like that. Right. But I feel like that probability is so much more lower compared to putting yourself in a situation. Yeah. That's for me. What about you? Um, I want to say my first major car accident. Well, my only major car accident. Ooh. We're, um, we're on the highway and, and lost control of the car. And How old are you? I want to say possibly maybe 19. Bitch, you ain't no child. Next. <laughs> 19. We just there. said from 0 to 17, you're a child. 19, I mean, you're an adult buying alcohol I mean, in Canada. But I mean, that, 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 that would be the, um, the traumatizing experience for me. Because literally, mm. it was a, a scene out of the movie where Jaws of Life. Yeah, lost control of the car. Flipped over, a the car flipped over a couple of times. Mm -hmm. Hit a pole. Then landed on fours. Still running. And then all the occupants being able to get out of the car, except me. And just, and just hoping that this shit don't blow the hell up. True. And... Yeah, it's like it's it's funny because I mean, it's like when you when I mean the time you got into the car accident, you you say you know every time you pass a certain spot, yeah, like you, still, you still it, it, it will haunt you. It took me a while to get over that 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 spot mm -hmm. of where that accident actually happened. And do we do we truly get over it? Your opinion. Now I'm talking about it now. <laughs> like, and, and that's what I feel like certain traumas and stuff you can like, like I said I think when even when it comes to therapy yeah I think you just get tools to deal with to it to deal with it but I feel like it's not really ever gone because it's part of you right right and I feel like if it traumatized you enough to make you stop and halt in your tracks yeah that's an evolutionary point in a person's life to, mm. to, for change and growth and certain things is that to happen. So you don't forget it. So you, you're now probably a better driver. Oh yeah. Because what, what, of that. 100%. And that's better, what more, more cautious. Um, and, to, and, and, and I had another accident. No, yeah. I'll give after you a better that. driver. If you had no, no, but hold on. Listen, listen to this. Listen to this. Run it. I was, um, I was heading to work one morning, mm -hmm. right? And, the, on the highway of 401 and exiting off of uh, Leslie Street. So I'm, I'm on the exit route, exit ramp coming off onto Le Leslie Street. Mm -hmm. Now, in that type of morning, that ramp is always clogged. So like, it literally is like stopped. 
waiting for you to turn slow moving traffic to exit off of Leslie. Mm-hmm. One one morning I was going to work, and I remember just being in traffic, waiting for the cars to start moving to exit off, and looking in my rearview mirror and seeing this, you know, I'm seeing this. It looked like a, I think it was a van, van coming down. And sure, no signs of stop. And I'm, at first, I didn't think of anything. So I'm like, okay, like he's gonna stop like the rest of us. Mm-hmm. But I noticed as he's getting closer, he's not reducing his his speed at all. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking, but I just felt like I like I'm like I'm frozen. Like, they're like, I can't do anything because I know what's about to happen, mm-hmm. right? And again, my mind flashes back to the last time I was on the highway and something almost tragic happened to me. Mm-hmm. And it's like at the last minute, I don't know if dude realized that we all stopped. But it was too. It was too late, and he literally just rear-ended. I was in a rental. He literally just rear-ended the vehicle. He managed at the la- at the last minute to kind of like almost like swerve, so it wasn't a full-on impact. But he hit he hit the back of the car so hard that the the. He, he demolished the whole batch. I could literally turn around and look and see out, outside. outside. And all I could think of myself is, thank God. Because it didn't, it, two times I've been on the highway where I've been in situations where people don't walk away from. Mm. And the first time it happened. I vowed I'd be more cautious on the road. The second time, there was nothing I could do. And that's what I'm saying when I said I literally froze because I was like, man, yeah, what was that uh, movie? Final Destination? Yeah. You know, when you escape one thing yeah. and something else happened, that's, I felt, that's what it felt like to me. It's like, please don't tell me I escaped that to be into this. Mm-hmm. And again, when, when, I was I I I looked literally just looked out the window and it was like close to like I want to say maybe heading just out of winter time so it was cool, cool. Mm-hmm. and I could just feel the air coming in the car and I was like I was this close this close and it's like what do you do now it's like it's it's just like you said there's no amount of th- therapy because it's just, it's embedded in your mind. And now you have to give yourself mechanisms to deal with this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, like I need the highway for my travels. I, of course, I can drive regular roads, but it's not efficient. It's not. It's gonna take me too long. So I like I gotta overcome these fears of being on the on the highway, and realize as cautious as I am, 
it still may not be enough. <laughs> and just be like, okay, I'm just going to have to deal with it. And I think that's what it is. You just do your best. Yeah. That's the aspect of it because that person wasn't doing their best. Right. Had they did their best, that would have been prevented. Right. I have friends and stuff, friends and family that drive like that. Like they break at the last minute. Yeah. And I'm not a fan of that. But then my thing and stuff is that it's all in God's hand and their will. Because if they're doing the best of themselves, right. they know they should slow down coming to a thing. But they, some people coming in hot and they slam on brakes. And if their brakes and stuff like ruins or gets bad, yeah. that's all, they, they look at it and stuff like, we're going to change brakes anyway and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but you don't know what kind of trauma you caused this person. And the egotistical part and stuff, they look like, man, fuck that person. I didn't hit them. But I'm looking like, but they, that person could have been you. Yeah. Yeah. With, living with the trauma, the fact that they've been rear-ended, they were like, I'm at a light. I can't go nowhere. This person came in hot. So if you're thinking about being the best of yourself, being the best version of yourself, mm-hmm. I don't think being the best would be causing trauma or pain to somebody else or inconvenience. I think it, I think it was like, a, ended up being like, <clears throat> like four cars. Because he hit me, I hit the car. Everybody sued the car behind them. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, usual. It was, I, was, I was like, why am I getting sued? And it goes, no, nah, no, nah, the, the, the lawyer's like, no, 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 no. That's how it works. It's, yeah. it's, it's a chain reaction. Everybody sues you. And then the, it, it, the, the person at the end now is where it all falls on. The right. person who caused the accident. So I was like, man, it's, it's long as I ain't getting <laughs> done. It's crazy. It's crazy. Good question. Good question. Yeah. Ah, we are at the end of the show. We are at the end. Let's run this thing real quick. So see the Suns. Then we straight out the building. So see the Suns this week says, if you look for the bad, that is all you will see. So, so see says the Suns. It's all in perspective. Mm. I want to say when you meet somebody or you meet people and everything like that, if your first thing and stuff is like, oh, this person's an inmate, this person's a killer, this person's a such and such and everything like that, you're already putting the bad and stuff in your eyesight. Right. So now you hear this person say like, well, I killed out of self-defense. You're still seeing killer. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's all, not only say perspective, but it's kind of like, we don't give people, I want to say, grace or the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Because we're automatically putting people and stuff into a bad light. Like, it's, I even look at, like, I feel like, I don't know what it's like to be a woman getting, you know, attractive women getting men, you know, trying to pick them up and everything like that, right? But yeah. what if you get this decent guy to come up to you and you're now frying this decent guy with the same, same person's fat. oil, yeah, mm-hmm. with the same oil and stuff as the last person and stuff, whatever. Like, you'd be like, oh, typical guy, that's all you want is this. No, no. You, yeah. you're looking for the bad. Yeah, right. Try right. to look for the good in some things or some people and your perspective is things would change. Yeah. I don't want to go camping. Why? There's too many inske- insects. There's insects fucking everywhere. There's probably like in every wall in the place there might be a roach, a centipede, a spider, yeah. a tick, a termite. There's might probably more there than probably be at your campsite. Man, I, just, I mean, going back to the first example, I mean, I remember dating this girl, right? Mm. And we were, we were parked up in, in, in the car and stuff like that. And stuff led to one, one thing led to another. Started getting a little romantic. And I mean, we started 
kissing on each other. And then, like, a minute or two in it, she just started crying. And I was like, yo, like, what, what, like, what you crying for? And then she told me, you know, her, her boyfriend prior used to force himself on her, mm. right? But I was like, I felt bad for her, but I really felt bad for myself because I'm like, that, like a thought like that never even crossed my mind. But now I'm feeling like a dirt bag mm. when I shouldn't have to feel like a, like a dirt bag. And it was one of the worst feelings that I, it was one of the worst feelings that I, I ever had to the point where I was like, I don't say like, I mean, we, we, we talked after that. I mean, we, we became, you know, we, we were boyfriend and girlfriend after that for a short period of time, but it was always on my mind. Like, like, how do I approach this, this situation again? Like, when we were well, ever- all you saw was the bad of that? Like, well, like, I don't understand. No, because I just, I felt like anytime I go to be intimate, like, how is she going to be, how is she going to react? Mm -hmm. Like, like, am I always, am I always going to put her in this place? Right. Because that's not what I'm trying to do. Right. Right. And then how do I, how do I become intimate now wanting, wanting to be intimate, knowing that she could go into this place at any time. Right. And it was just like, it was, it just, it, 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 it was no longer a, a, like a natural feeling. You know what I mean? It was almost like a, let, let me let, let me let me slow kiss and see what the reaction is before I, I I go full on into it. Right. But and it was just like again, it was her putting the feelings of what her ex did to her onto me, who who would never think of harming because anybody. She saw like bad. That. She saw the she, bad. She saw, okay. That, I was trying to say, where no, did you no, go? Well, okay. I'm saying, yeah, because yeah. she, she, she saw that. Even though she probably did, even, even though she knew different, or she probably knew different, just that traumatizing experience just wouldn't let her get past that. Gotcha. Gotcha. And she, you know what I mean? And she, she apologized for it. And I was like, I mean, what, what can you do? It was... A traumatic experience. She has to fix that. Yeah, it's like like you have to fix that. But she has to fix that. I think I think a lot of times some people and stuff, they try to make it seem like it's a we thing, and it's not. Right. You need to go to therapy. Right. She needs to she needs to see help and stuff like that because it's a situation where, yeah, everybody's getting fried with that same fat. Yeah. Right, and that's not good. And I always feel like, R.I.P. Kevin Samuels. You shouldn't have an unfit car on the road of dating. Mm -hmm. So if you're not well enough to be dating or anything like that, you shouldn't be in this type of mode to say you're going to entertain, not even entertain, but to be with somebody. Yeah. So if you have, you need to fix this trauma within yourself first before you can allow yourself to be intimate with somebody yeah, else. Because I'll admit, I like, I did for her react, I felt trauma. I felt the trauma. Mm -hmm. Of course you did. And I someone else's burden should not become your burden. No. Said. Once again, folks, thank you for listening to the Particle Sons. Remember the difference between genius and stupidity is that genius has its limits. 
Peace and love, y'all. Be well out there. Be well. Love the babies. Peace. Peace. My life, my life, my life, my life in the sunshine. The Particle Signs with Not Your Average Joseph and Sofa King Marvelous. <laughs>